Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hey you, before we start the podcast, find yourself in a comfortable space and come take three deep breaths with me. As you take each deep breath in, take in what your heart, body, mind and soul needs. And as you exhale, let go of any pains, hurts, fears and anything your heart, body, mind and and soul no longer needs. You may pause this for a bit and continue your deep breaths. When you're stressed, what changes? Your breath. When you get angry, frustrated, afraid, excited, most of the time you hold your breath. We experience every emotion with the change of breath. So when you learn to navigate and manage how you breathe, you can navigate any situation in life. Welcome to After 30 with Gara Erigel, a 30-something reminding you to take deep breaths and live with gratitude as we talk love, life, fear, relationships, career, sex, food, money, good books, and how life is so much different and oddly the same after 30. Today's episode, I'm going to say it straight up, is a little PG. Honestly, I'm still not over it. <laughs> there were a lot of moments, um, kung may video lang, nakikita nyong nandidilat yung mga mata ko. But that's just me and my own insecurities and fears and whatnot. But I really, really enjoyed this episode and I did learn so much. I suggest you listen to this with a notebook and a pen in hand. Uh, and listen to this with zero judgment. Try. That's why we took the deep breaths. <laughs> and I mean judgment with yourself. Because huh? I, even I judged myself as I was having this um, lovely conversation with our guest. And I had a lot of questions in my head and a lot of things that I never even realized uh, I was afraid of or ashamed of. So I really hope you do enjoy this episode and let me know what you guys think. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of After 30 with Cara Erigel. Today, I'm so excited to have, and I just saw this, um, in a uh, title of an article that I read last year with Manila's first lady of sex toys, the founder and owner of uh, the first sex toy shop in the Philippines, Pleasure Place. Everybody, please welcome Eleanor Leung. Hi, Eleanor. Hello there. Hi, everybody. Glad to be on board. Thank you so much for uh, agreeing to do this and for giving us your time. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I probably have way too many questions. <laughs> but let's start with Eleanor. What made you decide to open up an adult store here in the Philippines? About uh, almost 20 some years ago, um, I came home for love. And uh, before coming home, I spoke to my partner, who is actually my, my partner in this business, that I didn't want to remain idle. So mm -hmm. we searched for a business that would um, be different and fun and something that would contribute to society because we were both already in our older years. We've done mm -hmm. everything and um, we're also toy users and couldn't find any great toys in Manila. So we thought about opening up uh, an adult store, bringing in the best, the very best for the for people here. We wanted to bring affordable and luxury toys in for people to enjoy. So that's how it started. Something to do and to remain busy. Yeah. It turned out to be a very fun business. And uh, I've been doing it for, um, uh, for 20 some years now. 
That's crazy. You know what? I remember going there and because, you know, I came from a Catholic school raised by my grandmother and all that. Before probably uh, first or second year college, I remember passing by that store and like having a little bit of shame, for lack of a better term, to like peek in, go inside. And then I would bring my best friend, the one I was telling you about off the air a while ago. Um, just to come in and, you know, oh, for fun, we'll just look at the stuff and whatever. And the staff are really nice and helpful. And like once you get in, you don't feel any sort of shame at all. Right. right? It's that first step. It's that first move. Once you uh, come into the store, it uh, feels like a very comfortable and a very safe environment. But you're not alone. Till today, we have a lot of people who are afraid to come in, feeling mm-hmm. ashamed uh, or afraid of what others would think of them. But exactly. for those who have visited once or multiple times in the past, it's not a problem anymore. But I'm very happy to know that till today, after all these years, we are still um, having a lot of visitors coming in, new ones, new ones and old ones alike. Yeah, and you're changing the way people view sex and pleasure, right? Right, right. Uh, so Eleanor, I'm just curious, have you always been this outspoken? Was sex something you could talk about Um, with your family? Yes. Um, I grew up with a very open-minded grandmother and uh, Mm -hmm. parents were actually my best friends. And uh, we would speak about Mm -hmm. sex in the dining room table. It was not a taboo subject. I would talk to them about my boyfriends, you know, my experiences. And my grandmother herself would talk about um, her friends because she was an actress. She was in a Chinese opera actor. So, you know, in that world, perhaps where she came from, it's a more more open-minded society. So Mm -hmm. I was very open to that, right? That's so cool. Well... I've already known lesbianism through my grandmother's friends. Oh. Right. I was introduced to that because of her. Right. Oh, really? And she is one of three wives. She's one of three wives. So it's a very, and I grew up with two of them in the same household. In the same household. They treated each other like wow. sisters. It was amazing. Amazing. Oh, I love and it. And they had small feet. They, they were these Chinese from the past that had small feet. They were bound feet, you know, and yet very uh-huh. open-minded. My grandmother was somebody that's really amazing. She was the matriarch and uh, her word was law. <laughs> wow. Oh, how wonderful. To I'm have still connected grown to that to part that. of the past. I'm still connected. Probably the last of the generation to be. I feel it. I feel the energy. Well, you know, we're one of the lucky few, I guess. I mean, I'm, I grew up with, well, my grandmother was kind of strict and religious in that way. But my mother also, because I didn't grow up with her through my formative years, we, a relationship we had was kind of like best friends. So the earliest I can remember that I talked to her about sex was when she found out that I was sexually active, which was in fourth, third year high school. I was actually with a girl in high school okay. for two years. And that's how she found out. So, but yeah, but not a lot of people are lucky enough to have open relationships in that way and open communication about sex and sex sexuality with your parents, which is actually very important, right? These are some of the really important life lessons that children should be learning, in fact, in their own homes. It's parenting's most important responsibility is to talk to your children about sex. Really, mm-hmm. it is. At it's what a age do you subject. think it's best to start uh, talking to your children about sex? When they start asking the questions, no matter how what age they are, answer them according to their age range I see uh, but now that now that you said that you've always had an open relationship open communication about sex growing up uh, did you ever encounter troubling or shame-loaded experiences regarding your sexuality I've always been comfortable with who I am and who I decide to be with and very very lucky for me I'm probably Uh, one of the very lucky few where my parents or grandparents will not uh, judge me as to whom I would choose as a partner, whether it be a he or a she, or whether it's another nationality. Because I was also uh, in a relationship with a black guy who's as black as your shirt. 
Yeah, they didn't care. You know, they were not. Actually, I grew up in a very racist society, which Manila is, which Philippines is. True. And um, mm-hmm. but I taught them. I taught them not to be racist people. They learned a lot through me. Hmm. So how did? But how and, did you uh, even? Well, I was growing right, up. Uh, there was also the stigma in my generation because I'm 67 this year. And when you're talking about 40, 45 years ago, um, uh-huh. the Chinese and the Filipinos were still forbidden to marry each other. At least that's where I, my family was from. It is today oh, wow, that really? it's changed. It's more. It's integrated now. But by mm-hmm. the time I was growing up, my grandmother did not even talk to my brother or to my cousin who married the Japanese. She wanted a pure race, or perhaps hated the Japanese for the way they've treated the Chinese. Right. Uh, it's still, yeah, so, you know. So I grew up with all of that. So you're pure Chinese, and you really just moved to the Philippines for love. I was um, I was born and raised here. So were my parents. It was my mm-hmm. grandparents that moved here from China. They were oh, from the mainland. The grandparents were on both sides. Right, right. So I'm third generation okay. that was born and raised here, but I left. I left for the states and returned mm-hmm. um, after many years. Right, and you met your partner in the states. She's my sister's friend. Both my sisters are good friends with her, and I've known her. I've known her all along. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've known her all along, but we were not really close until one day we just connected, and that was it. That's so cool. You guys connected and you know built this empire, so to speak. And now you're you're educating a lot of women in a way, right? You said earlier on in in the beginning of the podcast that uh, you know that you're not a doctor, you're not a psychologist, but what you do a service, like in service of the people, like you're educating people uh, based on what you also learned from other people. Yes, yes. Oh, I learned a lot from the Pinoys. They are the ones who taught me about the sexual practices in this country. A lot, of, a lot of it of which I wasn't aware of. I talk to more men than women because men have difficult time opening up. They don't have anyone to talk to. They don't talk to their friends or their girlfriends about you know their sexual difficulties true? or their needs. Yeah. Oh, and uh, a lot of them right. are very insecure. A lot uh, insecure about their their prowess in the bedroom. You know what? Come to think of it, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I've always assumed that guys, because I also have guy friends who seem to be to be very open about their sexuality. Um, but now that you're saying it that way, I feel like most of them are really not. Like I've also been with guys who just acted like they knew everything, uh, but were always so afraid of talking about what they really want. And they just assume what a woman wants from whatever they probably hear from their friends or watch on porn. A lot of the complaints that I'm getting from several of the men too that I've just spoken in the last few weeks um, is a lack of desire on their partners. You know, they want more sex than the girls. They want uh-huh. it all the time. And uh, the women are either stressed out from taking care of the children or having to work or because of the pandemic, you know, they're... They're getting stressed over that. I see, but th- are there also some men, maybe in in relationships, you think that um, want it less than the women? Um, in the minority, I probably met mm-hmm. two two guys in the last twenty uh, years. You know that complains wow. that their partners are more oversexed than themselves. Okay. All right. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, we get complaints. We also get complaints from women because you know the guys said that they're tired, or they play basketball, or they, uh, you know, they uh, into sports, and so when they come home, they're tired. So there are all kinds yeah. of reasons. Okay, but why do you think is it important to talk about sex in a very open manner? Because if you don't, it can get very frustrating. If you don't talk to your partner about what your needs are, where you want to be caressed, where you want to be touched. Um, what is it that you really want to do? You can't. You can't. You, you'll be frustrated if you just don't tell your partner exactly what it is that your body needs or what you're looking for. It's also great to talk about your fantasies. You know, that's one thing that people are still so afraid to talk about are their fantasies. But talking about your fantasies are really, really fun. It will open up a lot of doors and avenues. But how do you, for example, if you're in a new relationship, let's take for instance, like now for single people who are 
dating during a pandemic, it must be really hard. You know, how do you communicate? Like for people who are in new relationships, when you're just starting out a sexual relationship, they're like you, you're still playing that game back and forth. You don't know how to talk to your partner. How do you even that's explain? The, that's the society where, you know, the women are what you call so-called paquipot, right? That's <laughs> that's the biggest problem. Yeah. I'm different. You know, when I talk to somebody or a friend or about a new relationship, mm-hmm. when the subject of sex would come up, I just jump in and tell exactly the guy, hey, you know what? These are the things I really enjoy. This is what I like. Just do it. Just say it. You know, don't mince any words. Just go ahead and say it. It's very, very few men are going to be turned off. Most of them would be really, really interested. Although I have to warn you, there are some guys that are also very um, backwards. You know, they'll get turned off by women yeah. who are very aggressive, but they're in the minority. Or afraid in fact, even, the number not one, just turned off. The number one, number one rule is when I talk to the guys and they all agree, They can't stand a paquipot woman in bed. <laughs> they can't. A dead fish is what they call it. Behind doors, mm. they want you to completely take off that 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 veil that you have over you. Outside, it's fine. But once be- behind closed doors, you gotta be his whore. I can't say it any more clearer. They love <laughs> a it. Freak they in the sheets. A freak it. in the bedroom. I agree. I completely agree. I agree, but a lot of women aren't aren't as open to. They well, to I learn. guess maybe they didn't they grow up. How do you start though? Like for example, um, if you're single but you want to learn to be sexually aware, mentally and physically, how do you even start? You know, that's something that you really can't teach anyone to be mentally mm-hmm. or sexually aware. I think it's innate in every woman. You know, to be sexy. You know, to be sensual. Mm-hmm. When people ask me to teach them how do I become sexy or how do I become sensuous, it's so it, I cannot teach a woman to do that. <laughs> I find myself yeah. uh, acting sexy or flirty or sensuous when I'm in front of someone I like. It's right. something that can't be thought. Yes, yeah. I agree. But it's how natural. young were you when you when you started exploring your body? Ten and a half. Ten and I was half. early. Ten and, ten and a half. And that was about the time that I fell in love with my first crush. It was a girl. Oh, yeah? Although, as early as ten, you knew. That, uh, after that, mm-hmm. in high school, you know, I had a few uh, episodes, you know, with crushes. But nothing more than that, you know. There was nothing sexual. It was just gimmick when you see each other, have Marianda together. But that's about it. Yeah. And then all my relationships for the following 20 years has been men. And there was no... I, I haven't been involved with other, any other woman until I met my partner. Oh, I love that. That's really And it's cool. not because she's a woman or a man that I fell in love with her. I have to tell everybody out there, I'm not what you call a lesbian that only likes women. I like mm-hmm. my partner now, not because she's a woman, but because... Everything about her, her dreams and her ambitions and our goals, we share the same path. Right. It's not because she's a guy or a, a, he, a he or a she. To me, it's not. It's I'm different. It's not. I don't like to be with men or I don't like to be with women. Mm-hmm. It's that if, it's if your values about, are yes. the same and you're moving right. towards the same goal and you're aligned in that way. Ooh, I love exactly. that. All right. Well, you know, I was kind of early too. I think I started exploring myself when I was about nine or 10. But actually, you know what? I had this funny conversation with my mom and she said, you know, when you were a baby, about five or six months, like uh, apparently babies play with themselves. Oh, yeah. Right? No other reason than because it feels good. Yeah. Babies as early as five and six starts touching their private parts. So you mm-hmm. know as, uh, that the uh, human beings are just um, sexual creatures. There's no right. question about that. But then again, I feel sorry for a lot of women who would come in and tell me that they don't know how to play with themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're afraid to even touch themselves. Um, even the married ones are having problems allowing their husbands to explore their bodies. That they basically got married just to have children. You still have a lot of people out there that's like that. It's really sad. What? What? Why do they ever say why? There's fear attached to that, to pleasure. Uh, Is it guilt? Growing up, 
growing up in the family, parents tell them that it's wrong, that the schools tell them that it's wrong. I remember in high school when a nun was teaching us about the vagina and the penis and intercourse, and she was mm-hmm. drawing all of these private parts in, in the blackboard. She was whispering. She was whispering while she was doing a lecture. Like it Can was you imagine? Shameful. I can't forget that. Wow. Whispering while telling us how the penis will penetrate the <gasps> vagina, and that's how you will create a baby. It was a whisper. I can't forget it. That's a very strong hand, representation of sex for for children to see, right? Right. It was already a very shameful thing for her to, to te- her way of manner, her teaching was shameful. But then again, on the good side, last week I saw the Chinese mother three small clit stimulators for her three teenage daughters. Yeah, we have very well, we have very serious? nice ones, very that. discreet, pretty ones, you know. And she said, "Yeah, give me those three for my teenage daughters, um, aged fourteen, sixteen, and eighteen." And she got one for herself too. So cool! Did she just yeah. like walk right in and ask for those things, or no, did she go around no, and? We've been doing online business. This was just a few weeks ago. It's online. It's been online right, since right. the pandemic. Yeah. Although our Metro Walk and our Thomas Mara store has already been open serving serving our our clients for the last six months. Oh, that's so cool! If only mothers, <laughs> more mothers thought that way, right? Like, not just giving your the course, years, we the, would have mothers yeah. coming in. Uh, to bring their daughters, you know, to come into the store just to educate them. We have a few. We have a handful of those also. Uh, they'll bring they'll bring in their children into a sex shop. We allow that when they bring in when there is parental guidance. So That's I just so wish you know that more and more, you know, as we educate people, you know, that young mothers, you know, are people who are going to grow up into mother or to be mothers one day are going to learn from our broadcast and start mm-hmm. being braver and teach their children. It, you know what this mother told me? I would rather my own daughters experiment about their own sexual needs than get pregnant out there. That's that, Those are her words. Exactly. Yeah. And, or explore uh, it decide, with somebody else. And if they decide to get sexually active, uh, some of the mothers that I've spoken to will bring them to, their gyneco- to her gynecologist and start putting them on the pill. You've got to put them on some kind of control. Instead yeah. of burying your head in the sand... You have to keep an open mind. Exactly. I would like to give a shout out to my mother who did the exact same thing when she found out that I was sexually active uh, with she men in first year college. She actually bought me my first pack of pills. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. We are the lucky few. I agree. And and you're right. Once kids start asking, there shouldn't be fear. You. Uh, I guess as parents, that's a huge part of your responsibility to impart that knowledge onto your children once they start asking. Masking masking uh, things about sex is, is not protecting your children, right? In fact, it's actually counterproductive. You're exactly. putting them out into the world with zero knowledge. You know, also the one statement that most people make that I can't understand, and you also made that statement in our opening interview, My parents are religious, and so mm-hmm. that's why, you know. But the Philippines is a religious country. It's a Catholic country, mm-hmm. and yet sex is so alive and active behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And when you talk to them about their sexual practices, it's amazing. Group sex, anal sex, um, peekaboo sex, BDSM. Everything that you read about, that you know about, uh-huh. is being practiced It's right here. here. It's present. Sex is universal. In fact, when we first started, I noticed that most of our sex toys were flying out of the shelf. And I said, what the hell is happening? And one mm-hmm. early in the years, a Chinese guy came in to tell me that he, uh-huh. is a pra- uh, is a, he practices anal sex and he's straight. That's when I started to study about anal sex. And so now I'm capable of teaching how to enjoy that practice. It's not uh-huh. just limited to, to, win, to, to, to gay people. In fact, some gay people don't like anal sex, but it's mm-hmm. straight people that likes anal sex. Straight people. Very I have, interesting. I have wives who would come in to buy an anal toy to penetrate the husband. We also have toys for pegging. Pegging is a small dildo that you strap on to peg your male partner. 
from behind. Well, right. You know what? That makes a lot of sense because it does feel good back there, right? That's I mean, you don't their limit. Their spot is their perineum, uh, which is mm. their most powerful erogenous zone. It's there. Ooh, thank you. And a you lot see, of guys are not something very important. It because they're right. going to think, oh my God, they might think I'm gay. But I'll say, how will you consider your, yourself gay if you've got a gorgeous woman behind <sighs> you? Right. And if it feels good, it feels good, right? Right. There's nothing wrong about that. So you would say that Filipinos are very open minded about sex? Extremely. Extremely. Not just very, extremely ready and swinging. What Or is peekaboo else, sex? Our stars are not going to be in existence. You know, That's when we true. started, we were about the only serious uh, adult store in the country. Now the competition is fierce. We even have uh, somebody who copied our name. They're called the Pleasure Shop. And they're very oh. aggressive. They have three branches now. And so people get very, very confused, you know, when they talk about the Pleasure Place or the Pleasure Shop. Mm-hmm. I, it's very surprising. A lot of people are going to call me thinking that I'm I'm pleasure shop. <laughs> that the advantage is once you talk to me, you're hooked. You're never going back to the pleasure <laughs> shop. You're you're already inside the pleasure place because no other sex store in the country will have the owner like myself hands on tell talking to my clients about mm-hmm. our business, what you need. I help you choose your toy intelligently, so you're not going to make a mistake. And our customer service is par none. Yeah. I agree. I completely agree. I love it. I love that you're very hands-on. I love that your goal is not just to sell and make money out of, you know, the fact that people, Filipino people are very extremely sexually active um, in a way. But you are educating people as well because it is very, very important to be sexually aware. Yes. Uh, So is it, okay, is it really important to learn No, scratch that. It is important to learn how to pleasure yourself. First and Why foremost is, is learn how to pleasure yourself so that you're able to teach your partner what if this is pleasuring you. Yes. Right. Okay. Go. Let's just say you want your partner to go down on you. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of women complain about how their partners don't know how to go down on you. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do is to get both your hands and put it you know, between your, your, his ears and move it backwards or upwards or sideward and teach him uh-huh. the, pre- the pressure. That's the way to teach. <laughs> Instead of even just verbal, it. you know, you got to get hands on, you know, grab his head by the <laughs> ears and teach him how to do it. Very active. I love it. Or tell him, tell him how hard you want it, how fast, where to concentrate. You, they don't know that unless you lead his head. they're poor students i tell you you're gonna have to (laughs) use your hands right right and none of the guys (laughs) none of the guys will ever know how you cheat how you fake an orgasm and i'm not going to put it on air we'll talk to you in uh, in, in private how how you know every woman can fake an orgasm and they'll think they'll think that oh yeah she came because she had an orgasm everyone anyone can fake it even your spasm you can fake it but there's i completely agree but i'm not going to say it on air Okay, p- please tell me off the air. But I'm just yeah. gonna say, put it out there. I have never once faked an orgasm. I'm sexually selfish that way. Maybe I'm like, I'm not gonna fake it never until faked I get there. You get me there partner? with your no. partner. That's amazing. Wow, that's amazing. I had get a woman there. that came in. after my first interview um, with the newspaper. I- I'm talking. I'm thinking this is like 14 years ago. I made like mm-hmm. front page of the second section of the newspaper. I had a woman uh-huh. who came from the province clutching my newspaper. And she said, I took a bus to come to meet you because it's wow. going to be about me now. I, do- I have never experienced an orgasm. She faked everyone. And she said she could get a golden trophy for it. <laughs> right. I remember that. I remember that. She came to visit oh me. She goodness. was from the province. Uh, she was someone in her 60s. Wow. In her 60s. When I, when I announced that eight or nine out of 10 women faked their orgasms at one time oh or goodness. another. Well, maybe I did once oh, during my first, maybe my first time with my first boyfriend, I did. Only because, because I wanted to, you know. Because guys can't understand that our vagina is nothing but a birth canal. 
You know, it's just a canal. Unless they're able to learn how to manipulate your G-spot, or in a position where it rubs off your clit that has legs that attaches to the G-spot, uh-huh. unless you're able to do all of those things, you're not going to experience an orgasm. Right, and exactly. some missionary position is never going to reach the G-spot or the clit through the legs. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to find a position to do that. And for me to teach women how to do that, mount your partners because they're you're in control. Mm-hmm. Right. And some men who think it's all about, you know, once they have a big, exactly. you know, it's, it's, it's a fine, we're going to get there. No, oh, it's yeah. not about, especially when you're going to say, oh, that. you're so big, you know, and all that, you know, so <laughs> no. And one of the, our, our biggest sellers right now are still those hard on pills and they don't tell the women that they take these pills. But if you're young, you wouldn't know that they're on these pills, but if you're mature enough, they're hard on reaches their belly button facing mm. the heavens you know they've taken the pill if oh. the hard on is up close to your stomach oh my goodness and that is actually that, you know they, what guys for most for a lot of women if not most that's actually painful it's not <laughs> right or not aware, when it's too you know, much that, not aware you know that you need lubricants lubricant is like Olive oil is the cooking. Ha! Huh. It's actually it's very important. important. I think I, I did hear that from you uh, at one point because, and and this I remember uh, talking to a partner this way because he you know once guys are like there and they're hard right and they just go let's right. do it let's put it in and you know it takes for a girl to say no wait you have it has to be lubricated first you have to either go down. <laughs> Or wet it right. first somehow because it's not number one. It's not going to go in the way you imagine it to come in. Number two, it's going to be really painful. I'm not going to have fun. Hence, you're not going to have fun. And that's what some guys think. You know, they want to experience uh, anal sex with their partners, you know, and they just want to go right ahead and do it. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. going to do that to your partner, she's going to close those canals very, very soon. The only way that you could really practice anal sex is to start doing it yourself with a little finger, your pinky. Put it in yourself because when you put it in yourself, you're going to know how to protect yourself. Those breathing exercises that you're naturally going to follow, mm-hmm. it's going to open up your canal. Try it, you know, like put in your little finger. It's not going to hurt. And then probe inside. And once you feel there's something feeling good, stick in two. Mm-hmm. Always with plenty of lubricant because our anal passages is one of is one uh, area that does not lubricate. Not like right. our ears and our nose and our mouths. Right. 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 So when you're ready, before you are even ready to go out and do anal sex, just practice it yourself. Open up those um, the, the 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 anal passages. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you, you you'll know how to you know how to get yeah. through it and how to actually enjoy it, right? And also for right. women. When, you know, when something is inserted in there, if it's biglaan, if you're, right? And if you're not enjoying it, it's it's a very mental thing, right? And also very physical. Like, if you're not truly in there, if you're not properly lubricated, I guess, physically and also mentally in a way, it really closes right. up, no? Antalaga, you have to be ready. You have to be ready. That's why when the guys will say, oh, uh, can I get my girl to drink a pill, you know, to increase her libido? I said, you know mm-hmm. what, sa girls, talagang mahirap yan. In fact, it's very mm-hmm. hard to have any pills or potions or lotions, you know, for women to, for, for us to help women with their libido. I keep telling guys, foreplay. Foreplay yes. is number one. Ligaw. Foreplay and ligaw. Yan ang real winner. At this is also something I want to, to get cleared, right? Because you see it in, in porn, you see it in movies, uh, you know, people having sex in the shower, people having sex in the bathtub or on the beach, in the water. Uh, is it just me? Because it's painful. Water is not lubricant. Yeah. Or is it? It's not lubricant and so is saliva. Some people think that they could use saliva as lubricants, and it's not. Um, if you're going to have to need to to use a lubricant because you can't afford it, you know, mm-hmm. I would I would prefer you use some kind of oil, 
But even then, it's a different feel. Lubricants are made specifically uh, for a, a slippery ride. And there's so many kinds out there today. And we carry mm -hmm. so many of the good ones. You've got the mm -hmm. regular ones, the warming, the cooling. Uh, we even have the ones that you cooling. could use for body massage. Huh? There are they're four in one. They're flavored ones. Uh, the There's only thing so that you have to be careful about is don't use, you, uh, for most silicon toys out there today, you can mm -hmm. only use water-based lubricants so that it does not erode the toy. Right, right. But hearing all these kinds of, like, I also went through your website a while ago. There are so many kinds of toys, guys. Small, little, cute. Uh, some may look a little bit intimidating. There are a lot of kinds of lubricants. Now you just said... Can you imagine if you don't open yourself to this world or haven't yet? There's so much you're missing out on. Why yes, are we yes. so ashamed to give ourselves the pleasure that we deserve? The other thing that I find very strange is how the men are the ones choosing the women's toys. And the woman will pretend to be in the background letting the guy choose it. I don't know if it's because she's paying for it. How will oh. you know? How will your guy know what you need? Ikaw lang ang nakakaalam niyan eh. Do you want uh -uh. click stimulation? Do you want penetration? Or do you enjoy both? And how many inches? What's the girth? What's the width? What's the length? Only you yeah. will know. But I have a few women who will tell an older woman in her 65, ah, nagulat ako sa kanya. Mm -hmm. She told yeah. me, if I don't get 8 inches, Eleanor, hindi ako matatamaan. Inside, she needs the depth. Huh. Okay, at saka iba-iba rin talaga tayo ng gusto eh. And like men also need to understand that when women ask them maybe to try on, uh, you know, to try and use some toys or maybe try and explore something else or, you know, do more down there, it doesn't question your ability to pleasure me right that's not what I mean it just means I want something else or I want something more or this is what I like, right? Because some men might see it as an insult. Like, am I not enough? Yeah. Are you there? I'm here. I lost your video, okay. though. But I can still hear you. Yeah. Good, good. I have to find you again. You okay? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> there you are. Yeah, you're right you're there. back. Right, right. Okay, so what, what was the question? Oh, some men might find it um, insulting, right? I guess that's also one of the fears of, of the women, maybe. Um, but, you know, with, be, with voicing out what they really want, maybe they're afraid, number one, to be judged. Number two, that they might hurt their partner's feelings by saying, oh, I want something more. The, there's a chance that the partner might feel that, oh, you want something more, hence I'm less. We have 50-50 of those clients. We have guys who wants to buy huge ones and see their partners penetrate uh, huge penises uh, to get turned on. We also have mm -hmm. those that get threatened by bigger toys. So it's 50-50. It's right. very sad, you know, but there's still a lot of guys who mm. are still feeling very insecure about themselves. Yeah. And it's very yeah. hard to, to cure those guys of those insecurities. <laughs> Ganun eh. yeah. I don't know. Kawawa talaga the girls who end up with... with um, and uh, I even have a, a guy who won't allow his wife to wear red lipstick. He doesn't like it. Because? Ayunya. Basta. That's it. He won't <laughs> even give a reason. Oh, basta. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you got men like wow. that. And he looked very, uh, he was cute, uh, gorgeous looking guy and didn't look insecure to me at all. Basta ayunya. Young? Older? Young. Yeah. Young. Early 30s. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Look, look, look highly educated. Hmm. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean emotionally mature. <laughs> right. Sorry. Right. Oh, another guy <laughs> that guys really get insulted is um if you throw if you spit out his cum. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's going to destroy his ego. He wants you, you to swallow it. Do you expect me to swallow that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. If, if, you, if his cum comes into your mouth and you spit it out, 
Oh my god! You know, I have a, a book that most women should really buy. Most uh, girls and buy. It's uh, you know how to how to how to please his penis. Uh-huh. Ang galing talaga ng book na yan. Ang galing okay. talaga. I, Writing I it that, down. I, I, how to I, I how, what's it called? How to how to how to please. Uh, uh, what well, I'm getting up. How to please. Uh, how to please the. How to tickle his pickle. How, oh, to how to tickle his pickle. Tickle. Okay. How to tickle his pickle. Ang galing ng book na yan. Grab it. Guys, talaga. write Highly this down. educational and fun. And if you don't, if you want your lover to read it and he'll pretend that he doesn't want to read it, earmark mo, lagay mo sa banyo, papasahin niya yan. <laughs> Sadie Allison. That's it. Yes. Tickle right. his pickle. Okay. Your hands-on guide to penis pleasing. I love it. Noted. Okay, How to tickle guys. his pickle. Right. right. And it, it, you know, if you book. only want to buy one book and share it among your friends, pasa-pasa mo na lang. Uh, <laughs> public service, diba? I mean, come on, guys. We're all doing it. The, the, the reason we're here in this world is because our parents did it, right? Oh, and it I is... have a lot of Filipino wives who has a real problem with going, uh, giving their guys, giving head to their husbands. Ayon nila. Nandidiri daw sila. Hmm. Ayon nila. And so oh, the husband, the of husband. course, gets extreme. Exactly, exactly. Yan ang pinakagusto ng guys, di ba? I hate to say it, yeah. but that's one of their favorite things. It is. Oh, poor guy. You know, sadly enough, either they're gonna find it somewhere else or... Oh, yeah. Right? Because... Okay, well... Tickle His Pickle. It's the title of the book. Sadie Allison. Noted, guys. Write it down. If you're having problems, if you're... Uh, if you want to explore this more, if you want to magpakahint ng onte, di ba? Yeah. simply hint, buy it, put it around the house. Okay. What's the best... What's the the one top of mind that you really remember taking from this book? What's your greatest takeaway from Tickle His Pickle? About that, come because I did it once. I experienced the, uh, I experienced the, um, the uh, the resentment coming from my partner when I did that, and it was about a week before he got over it. Oh wow! Where I'm curious as to where they get this idea that you should swallow it, and yet, Tara, when you when you. Um, have your cum in, his, in your mouth and you smear it on them, wow, diring diri sila. Oh, Subukan mo. before, I came, and like, uh, right after I did the deed down there, right? I went up yes. to kiss him and he was like, no, you just, and I'm like, hello. Ayaw niya. Oh, oh, and yet they want you to swallow it. But then you'll also learn from the book that swallowing his cum is great. It's full of vitamins. Really? No. Yes, full of vitamins. Yan. And if you want a bitter, a sweet, uh, or a sour one, depends on what you feed him. If you want the sweet cum, make him a huge um, sweet milkshake, a uh, fruit shake in the morning. Fruit shake in the If he morning. drinks a lot of yeah. alcohol or he smokes a lot, that's going to be sour or bitter. It's what he oh, eats. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I that's why the that's book is very educational. Somewhere. I learned it I from that, that book. Halam, binigyan na natin ang excuse yung guys to say you should swallow because it's nutritional. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, Eleanor, what has Pleasure Place taught you over the years? You said uh, one of the bigger reasons you're really doing this is in service of the people, right? And you, the things you tell uh, your customers and the people you encounter are things you also learned from uh, the other people along the way. But what would be the top one uh, thing that Pleasure Place has taught you? That sex is universal. It's the same anywhere in the world that you travel to. Because when I, I traveled to Korea, uh, to Taiwan, I would go in and talk to the owners of the shops and ask them what their bestsellers are. Parehas sa mga bestsellers namin. Oh. Pare-parehas. Wow. 
and it doesn't matter whether you're European or you're American uh, or you're Asian. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what nationality you're with. Everybody has fear about going into a sex shop. I had a huge mm-hmm. basketball player who told me that he had to take a couple of beers before stepping into the Metawalk store because he was really nervous. Yeah. And this is an American guy who was like a six foot, five footer. Wow. So it's not just a Pinoy, right? Lahat sila natatakot. It doesn't matter. They'll drink a few beers before coming in <laughs> para malakas yung loob nila to talk to me or to the staff. Yeah. Sex is indeed a universal thing. No? And it's hindi siya yung parang clothes na nauuso tapos nawawala sa uso. Is it how it is also like with the toys? Is it, oh, yes. there's a trend now? or Right. It's yeah. universal. Basta, it's the, the same. Whatever the puti likes, gusto din ng ano yan, ng Pinoy. Para parehas. It's our body. It's all made out the same way, right? right. Our parts right. are all the same. Our color may be different, but the parts are the same. It functions the same. Nako, Eleanor. Feeling ko, marami ng, sa mga nakikinig na to, marami ng <laughs> mag-explore bigla. And, oh, I, I really love the fact that Basta, you do ang advice to talk ko to your customers. Sa, ang advice ko sa mga babae, to everyone out there, stop being pakipot. Kayo lang ang talagang mafrustrated. Hey, guys hate it. And uh, if there is a guy out there who likes you to be pakipot, Something is terribly wrong with him. He needs to see, you know, something's wrong with him. That says a lot about his character, huh? Right. Um, okay. Uh, do s- sexual toys, how do sexual toys help, say, um, for married couples or not even married couples? Like just generally a relationship, a sexual relationship that has gone stale. Okay. The only thing that a toy can give you that no one can is multiple orgasms. Your partner can probably give you what? Two or three at most? Mm-hmm. Because he becomes soft. You have ah, to wait a period right. of time because b- before he becomes hard again. But if you have a friend and you can name them, they don't get jealous with each other. You can have different <laughs> toys, different colors, different shapes. Give them names uh-huh. so that they come to life. Um, these are... Now, they're no longer even battery-operated. I like to sell rechargeable toys where you don't have to, to worry about the batteries and save the environment. But these toys, how can you compare, you know? You can get 10, 12, 15 orgasms out of the toys. Mm-hmm. And that strengthens wow. your core, your body, you know? And one of the reasons why women wear their diapers due to feces or urinary incontinence as they get older is because they don't exercise those muscles. That is the primary reason why the older women wear their diaper. It's an obligation towards your body to masturbate and to come as often as you can to strengthen whatever muscles are inside your body. They're all laying dormant unless you use them. Just like when you're laying in a hospital bed, one foot or one arm is going to get smaller if you don't exercise it. The same with your muscles. It atrophies, no? If you don't... If right. That's the correct term. If you don't Same. Really, if you don't exercise it. Huh. And also, you know, this is something I I learned uh I guess later on in my sexual uh experience. It you knew it but if you when you tighten your muscles and I feel like that's the, like and consciously like if I want to come faster you that's all you have to do is just suck it in, tighten it, right? Well, from my experience, um, you can connect an old orgasm to a new orgasm using muscle and mind control. And for you to achieve the next orgasm very quickly is to have one after the next. If you break, it's going to take a little bit more time uh, for the next one to come around. But uh-huh. if you've already achieved like four or five orgasms and you feel, you know, that... Um, the, the feeling of uh, reaching the next one is gone. Get up, mm-hmm. walk around, shake your legs so that your your muscle, your your blood is going to circulate again. The desire is going to to flow up again. But it's the best exercise to do to, without your partner. Just go ahead and try to orgasm ten to fifteen times. Talagang magiging matibay kayo. Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh, another thing it. that I keep telling women, this is my this is my mantra, talaga. When women mm-hmm. come in to complain to me that they have lousy lovers, 
I, mm -hmm. I get a lot of that. I can only tell you that you're a lousy teacher. <gasps> oh, hit it where it hurts. Okay. Right. Okay. So you really need, it really has to come from you. I mean, you Fine. can't control They're the other person. Readers. Exactly. <laughs> They're not magicians or mind readers, you know, and what pleases one partner doesn't mean it's going to please the next one. Each person uh, is, is, is unique. Mm -hmm. Sex is universal and each person is unique. Right? Hate Has na hate ko yung statement na dapat alam mo na yan. Dapat, you should Ay, know it. Uh, no. Hindi ako no. mahuhula. Some guys like to see their women with white lingerie. Others want to see their women in black lingerie. Some in red. Ah. Some even like them in yellow. <laughs> Some don't like their women to wear lace. I find lace sexy, but some men don't like that. They're very particular about how they they want their women to look like, what to wear. Pati pala yun, no? Oh, oh, pati yun. Marami, marami things. Pati heels, right? Wearing heels, wearing sneakers, oh, yeah. lights off, lights oh, yeah. on. These things you should talk about, right? Oh, you know what? Oh, wear your that. highest heels and walk around naked. And cook for him. Oh, he liked oh, that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Check lahat, ah. Naked, oh, oh. heels, food. Coming with the food. Lahat Oof. nandyan. Oh, oh. Lahat. Nako, ewan ko na lang kung wala pa. Plus, hawak mo yung tickle his pickle na libro. <laughs> okay. Um, my gosh, I really enjoyed this. It's been an hour of talking about this. I am sure a lot of our listeners will really enjoy this too. Guys, some might be a little bit ashamed to even click on this um, with the title. Some might be afraid. Some might opt to listen to this alone in their bathrooms. Whatever. Just as long as you take the first step and you deal with it, right? And you talk about it. You don't be ashamed if you are still ashamed of talking about sex and, and you know, a, um, being aware of your sexuality. But there's always the most important thing is the first step towards it, right? Sexual pleasure is our birthright. Do not be ashamed of it. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, it just reminds you when you orgasm, you know, you get all those mechanisms working in your body, the blood flowing, the circulation. It just reminds you how alive you are. Yeah, I love that. Alive, how and alive and human you are. Yes, right. Uh, Eleanor, what advice would you give to a woman who has, since you know this is for Women's Month, let's empower women's sexuality. What advice would you give to a woman who has felt disconnected from or is ashamed about the most intimate parts of her body? Short lang. You're going to have to find. Um, courage within yourself to try to discover your own body either through your own fingers play with yourself or it's not because i own a sex shop right but i'm telling you <laughs> having a small toy is the surest way for you to orgasm uh multiple orgasms you're just gonna have to explore i can't you know, you're just going to have to open up your mind and tell yourself that I have to do it. I have to do it because nobody else mm -hmm. can teach you. No one can help you. You're your own lifeline. Wonderful. And, you know, you're not the pleasure place is alive, not just because you want to make money out of people, but because you yourself, you said earlier, right? The reason one of the reasons why you this was a business you thought of opening up was because you were looking for toys and couldn't find good ones. Right. And you wanted Everything to was open this up in, to provide it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you come and visit our store, you know, it's uh, we make every effort to bring in um, luxury toys. Of course, we also have very affordable ones, you know, so that everybody can afford it. But if you can't mm -hmm. afford our toys, I'll always advise that you can go to the Sada or elsewhere, other sites. But um, mm -hmm. I really try to bring in really nice toys, which means that it's going to cost a little bit more or more. But then, you know, if you save up for it, you know, you spend like 70,000, for an iPhone, you know, yeah. for, for, a, for a great toy, you know, for five, 6,000, you can get a super duper great toy, which wow. is already on the high end. Oh, oh, I'm curious now. Side question, Eleanor, during the pandemic, how, what was the sales like? Like, did a lot of people still buy? Oh, because people are stuck spiked. in their homes. 
definitely spiked. And if you would wow. read about uh, the toy manufacturers around the world, they will tell you that their sales have quadrupled. Wow. Our, our sales increase only because all of our shops are closed. Right. But now that our shops, two of our shops have reopened, so my sales have declined. Ganun lang naman yun eh. All right. Okay, okay. I also uh, have a woman in her 50s who said uh -huh. that it was through the pandemic uh, that she learned how to discover her own body because it was all about work. Oh, wow. And then she finally had the time to yes. explore her body. Right. All right. Uh, well, what advice would you give to a woman who has and probably still is faking her orgasms? You're going to have to tell the guy how to please you so that you don't have to fake it. If you don't tell him, you're never going to achieve your orgasm the way you want it. If you don't tell you guys, him Guys, don't take it as an where. insult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not an insult. Women are built differently. They're not the same. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're going to have to ask her, what makes you feel good? How can I make you come? I just want to make sure you come. What can I do? So the mm. conversation shouldn't only come from the girl. It should all, your, your partner should also be very open-minded. It's a two-way street. It is, definitely. Um, all right. What, what advice would you give to a woman who has had a sexual experience that left her feeling sad and disconnected? Keep trying. There's someone out there for you. You know, just like everything else in life. You know, you fail one, you, have, you fail two or three, but don't give up. There is hope. There's always somebody for you. I love that. And lastly, what advice would you give to a woman who has remained silent because she did not know how to open up to her intimate partner about her sexual preferences, needs, and desires? Speak up, girl. You just need to speak up. Open your mouth, you know? It's like when you're hungry. When you're hungry, you're, you're able to tell someone, I need some food. I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. And there's no such thing as being oversexed, you know, because just like food, when we get sated, you can't have any more. There's a limit. You'll know when you you will know when it is to stop and when it is enough. Mm -hmm. And for some women, right. their needs are higher and others are lower. But then for each individual um, uh, body, you will know when is enough for you. There's no such thing as being oversexed because if you if I want to come for the 16th time, hindi na talaga kaya. Hanggang 15 na lang kasi ako, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Communication really is key in any type of relationship. Most importantly for, well, now, since we're talking about it, for sex, right? You won't get what you want, exactly what you want, how you want it, how fast, how slow, how soft, how hard, if you don't tell your partner. Right. Simple right? lang. <laughs> <laughs> Simple lang. I love it. I hope... Uh, whoever's listening right now, sa lahat ng mga listeners and podcasters that you you chance upon this podcast and at a season in your life where you absolutely need to hear these things. And I hope it really helps. Eleanor, I learned so much from you. Gary, you know what? I'm really curious as to your feedback uh, to what our audience are going to tell you. And I really, truly, honestly wish or hope that I've been able to impact a lot of people out there today. So where can I get those feedbacks? I'd really like to know uh, if, if, you know, we've been, um, if we have um, done some positive goods, good towards some women today. Oh, I will let you know. But um, let's also tell them, like, I, I, are you open with your social media? They can maybe get in touch with you there. Oh, yeah. The Pleasure Place Messenger go. is very active. I'm there all the time. Or my Viber. You know, I, my numbers are all there. It's posted. I'm there. All right. I'll attach the link um, when I post this podcast so they can just, if they if there's anything at all that they want to ask you, um, whether it be about sex, their sexuality, or your store, they can just message you there. I'll get those I'll details from you. I'm the always air. there. I love it. Thank you. Eleanor, before we end, can I please ask you one thing I always ask um, my guests is to just uh, shout out to the universe, share with us uh, one, two, three, or five things, how many you want that, that you're grateful for today in this moment? Because of the pandemic, uh, we've all been staying home. Uh, and I've been considered, you know, the lucky few. I, I have not known hunger. And uh, 
But I did learn that we don't need a lot of things, material things. I haven't mm -hmm. shot for anything and I survived the year. Um, wow. I've always known to be, I've always known to give a helping hand to all those who need my help. And I've discovered, you know, that when people really, now I've even discovered, you know, that there, I could give more, that there, it's a bottomless pit. You can help people more. The, the, mm -hmm. Well, what I want to say is help. You could give more help than you think you, you've ever imagined. You know, I've always said, oh my God, I've already helped so many people. But when you see mm -hmm. that so many people are in need or feeling hungry or sick, you know, and they don't have anything to feed their children or even no more food for pet food or dog food, you're going to find some mm -hmm. way to help them. So, and I get a lot of fulfillment, you know, for helping others, really. And I've been able to enjoy time with my staff because no one is allowed to get out of the house. Uh, all of our help here and my office, uh, they're not allowed to leave because we're afraid that they catch something out there and bring it home to us. So everyone's right. indoors. So we've all bonded, become very That's close. Beautiful. That's yeah. lovely. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. You know, uh, it is sad that we are still going through this very historic moment. We are literally living through and surviving a pandemic. But it has also brought us some good things, right? Like realizing the things that you did realize that we don't need much in life, that there's so much to do. There's, we have so much in us to help people. And that it actually makes, it, makes us feel more fulfilled when we do help another human being or another animal the or other anybody. Thing that I, the other thing that I felt and I keep thinking every day, you know, when we had World War One or World War Two, only a few countries were involved, right? And a lot of other countries stayed out of it. But yeah. this pandemic connected the entire universe. Yes. You know, it's like really, yeah. we're not from each other. Mm -hmm. You know, before, to me, like South Africa or Argentina, you know, would like sound so distant and, and so foreign. But then when you think about it, everybody over there is suffering like we do. You know, they're wearing a mask. Exactly. Yeah. Parejas, you know, it's like it's connected. There is a, um, now we have something united to worry about or to talk about or to share about right. the whole world. It's never happened before. That's true. Wow. And we are part of that. My goodness. And, you know, it has broken us in so many ways, but also it is unifying us, like what you said, right. in more ways. All right. Well, thank you, Eleanor. I'm so grateful for you, for sharing your energy, for your time and for your knowledge. Thank you so much. I did learn so much. I hope to hear from you again soon. I hope I All can right. guest you on the show again sometime. Uh, but thank you very much, Eleanor. Please invite our listeners to... Come visit your website, uh, your physical stores, if they're open, and also follow you on your socials. Yes, our stores at Metro Walk, Meralco Avenue, um, and our Thomas Morata store across Shetis near the Thomas Morata cycle. We're open every day from 10.30 to 9.30. If you're unable to visit the stores, our delivery service is um, very, very active. And we accept COD, GCash, bank transfer, any way you want. We'll get the toy delivered to you. Thank you. And if you're not, uh, if you're outside of Metro Manila, we do it by LBC. We'll get the toy to you somehow. And if you have difficult time choosing what toy your body needs or what it is that you're looking for, just text me and we'll chat. I'll find the perfect toy for your need. Ayan na kayo, guys. <laughs> Instantly, Eleanor will definitely reply to you and help you out. I will put her number um, uh, and add the link to Pleasure Place as well. There is no other adult store in the country that has the owner talking to you on the other end and making sure, you know, that your transaction is going to go smoothly. And even if you're not going to mm -hmm. buy anything, you know, I have, I have time to chat. <laughs> as long as as Love long me. as it's not the bullshit shit, uh, you know, I get a lot of those too, and I block those colors. <laughs> right. All right. Thank you, Eleanor. Thank you very right. much. Oh my goodness! Did we learn so much there, huh? Parang birthday, sa dami ng natutunan. <laughs> Share your thoughts with me over on Facebook or Instagram. That's at After30 with Cara Erigel over on Instagram. And uh, 
at After 30 with Cara Erigel Podcast on Facebook. Speaking of birthday, uy, birthday na nila Zada. And you've been and if you've been eyeing some items that you haven't added to cart yet, now is the perfect time. Add to cart now and check out on March 27 for Lazada's ninth birthday sale. Here you can enjoy up to 90% off on Lazada's biggest brands and free shipping with no minimum spend. Don't forget to use my link p o d l i n k . c o slash zero k v. That's podlink.co backslash zero kv when you check out thank you so much for sharing this space with me and your time and your energy and i hope you guys um picked up a few things as well you can just keep coming back to this if you have questions on sex or if you're feeling insecure or if you're with someone who's feeling insecure and has some sex questions i said sex like 20 million times in this podcast but have no fear this podcast is here and like miss eleanor said she's very more than open to answering some of your questions so go ahead and hit her up i will add her number um on the link here and yeah i hope to hear from you again now is the time to shout out your gratitude journals to the universe write it down say it out loud however you want just acknowledge it and don't forget <laughs> to be grateful for today Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.